This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Third and six. Back to throw it out to the right. Intercepted. And there's going to be a walk-in. Pick six by Fuller. He went right back to the well, and Fuller was sitting right on it. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Way to go, Noah Brown. Where, huh, I mean, <laughs> I hear what you're saying from a broader perspective that I think Corey wants to dive into. I would not necessarily single out that play as way to go, Noah Brown. But way to go, Coach Bro and the Arizona Cardinals. Let's talk about, we're going to go around the NFC East in just one second, but let's talk about how terrible the Cardinals are at existing. Let's do it is Cliff Kingsbury signed a contract extension through 2027, 10 months ago. Oh God. <laughs> the Cardinals <laughs> as a you th- that's pretty that bad, a right? Laugh. What if I told you I got another stat that's going to put that stat to shame? Do it. The Cardinals as a franchise have existed for 100 years. They have never, not once, had a coach longer than six years. Have they only been, has it been Chicago, St. Louis, Arizona? I believe that is correct. Never had a coach for longer than six years. So we talked about Lovey Smith, Cliff Kingsbury out as well. If Lovey Smith would have lost, would they let him still coach? Like, you did your job. You dummy, you won the game. We're going to get into that a little bit more because I like the idea that Lovey Smith was like, you think you're going to fire me and get the number one draft pick? I don't think so. Dude, that would be, that seems like it would be a great job. Which one? Arizona. Your quarterback likes video games more than football. He shouldn't be. I know he got hurt, and he's not going to start the year next year. I know he got a surgery done here, you know, in the Metroplex. It's like it just really stinks that he has a lot of talent. He's a unique Mm -hmm. player, but he doesn't seem to care to try to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Also, and and I I will add, working with uh, with he was with someone, right, Kevin? Yes, went down there. He didn't max out there. He, he maxed out with Lincoln Riley. And he left. But yeah. the but I mean, who was going to max out with Cliff Kingsbury? Like I, I don't think I any don't. of us thought when he got the job that he was going to do a good job. No, I so think I'll, this is a necessary step for them. And I think the the Cardinals. I think once like you look forward and saw, hey, they're like, I know you said the the seven year deal are going to, to yeah. 2027. But with Kyler Murray, I think you saw they were they were supporting him more than anything else. If you're good, if you're a good coach, you should be able to get more out of this guy. Yeah. I don't think Cliff Kings Cliff Kingsbury's like, hey, hey guys, y'all run the practices. You know, we're we're just gonna be out here and and running around. It's gonna be fun. Cliff Kingsbury, to your point, is not a good head coach. I was shocked when he got this job, and less shocked now that he got fired. All right, you ready to go across the entire NFC East? Do you want a general NFC East fact? Go with the Eagles, the Giants, the Commanders, or the Cowboys. Who are the champs of the NFC East, Corey? Not the Cowboys. E-A-G-L-E. No, stop that. What are you doing right now? spelling it just in case. Stop that. An S. You know what? That actually leads to my general NFC East fact. It is spelled out eagle. It is now. Now no one will know what you were spelling. <laughs> is it is now 18 straight years officially without a repeat winner of the division. That is the longest streak of any division in NFL history. Really? But let me ask you this: During those 18 years, what do you think the championship breakdown looks like between those four teams? Even. For all of them? <laughs> yeah, they're no they, way they all the same. I don't years. think that's yeah. statistically okay. possible. I bet the Eagles have the most, but not by a lot. And the Cowboys have the second most, Giants third most, Washington fourth most. That would be my order. But if you're telling me how many in the 18, I will go six for the Eagles. Am I right on that? That is correct. Yes. Four for the Cowboys? Incorrect. Five? Incorrect. Three? Incorrect. Two? Incorrect. Six? That is correct. Oh. 
Well, at no point did I say the Eagles had the most. That Come was your on. assumption. So those are like even. <laughs> I mean, sure. T-Law. Snap! <laughs> All right, so that's 12 of them right there. You only have six so left. So three and three for the... Correct! So it is even. It is even. Just not across the yeah. board. <laughs> so, Mike, it just depends on how you stack those. And I was like, there are elements of what you're saying that are accurate. So the Eagles have won six. The Cowboys have won six. The Giants have won three, and the Commanders have won three. So there's definitely a have and have not. And Cowboy fans are upset today. (laughs) I mean, I am as well. They're all mad at you right now for spelling out Eagles. Uh, That is very fair. All right, let's just spelling. Let's start. C-O-W. That's just Cal. Oh, I really thought you got confused trying to spell Corey for half a second. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. I did too. (laughs) You're an E guy, right? No, no, you're a non E. I don't hate E's. It's just the incorrect spelling. All right. So for the Eagles, they have now clinched the number one seed, earning a bye and home field throughout the NFC playoffs. And they did it with a franchise record 14 wins. So the most regular season wins in Philadelphia Eagles history. Do you know the other record that they were going for yesterday? Most team sacks ever in a season, which is held by the 84-85 Eagle or uh, Bears. It is actually the 1984 Bears is correct. I remember reading that in the USA Today last week. They needed four to get to the record of 72. Did they do it? They only got two. <laughs> in your face. Suck on that. Yeah, and it wouldn't even account. The whole it was week. game 17. Okay, so you've, you're putting asterisks by all of these no. records. I like it just, that. It, it just if it's only teams that have to spell out their team name when they do something positive. <laughs> okay, so the Eagles fall two sacks what short. What other team spells the out Jets. their name? Yeah, they're the both Jets. green. They're the green teams spell out their names. Whoa. Can you imagine if you're a Buccaneers fan and you had to spell it out? Like, how many letters are there? And are there two C's or one? You tell me. Let's I hear think it. there's two. Go for it. B U C S Bucks Bucks Bucks. That's smart, heady play. That was it's two C's, one N, and two E's. Okay. Oh, they love the E. I don't know what to do with any of that. Oh, that was fine. All right. Do you guys want to go to the Giants, the Commanders? The Giants the are Cowboys? a playoff team with the, with a great matchup to win. The Giants went into their full mode of give up yesterday as Brian Dable is a coward. Although I guess it doesn't really matter either way. The Giants gave up before the game began, sitting Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, Julian Love, Dexter Lawrence. So, didn't matter. But what I know everyone was watching for, Corey, what I know you were watching for, was the play of Kenny Galladay. He just needed one of these three things to happen to get a $750,000 bonus, all right? Okay. He needed either 76 catches. Yesterday? Yesterday. That wasn't going to happen. 10 touchdowns. That could have happened. Or 1,149 yards. He fell just short across the board. He had two catches for 30 yards and one touchdown. Because remember, they have not used him at all. Well, hardly at all. So his barometers were 80 catches, 10 touchdowns and 1,200 yards, and he fell just short of those numbers, Corey. And that, I mean, that's savvy by Dable, right? Hey, uh-huh. owners, yeah. look, I know y'all don't want to spend this money. I'm going to hold this guy out all season well, so, the so buzz, you don't have to pay up. The buzz on social media beforehand was how motivated Kenny Galladay would be, and I was like, for what? To go get 10 touchdowns? Great. Yeah. Let's go do if, that. If I walk in that day and coach says, we're going to try and get you that bonus this year. Oh, my god! Let's go. That would be amazing. I, only 10 touchdowns? That's the one. I'll mark that one. All right. The other ones seem difficult. Do you want to, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to go with the Cowboys or the Commanders? Cowboys going all the way. Okay. Where? Setting everybody up to Tampa. <laughs> They're going all the way. On Sunday. And to then they Tampa. Play it's a substantial trip. Yeah. That is. It's about a three-hour flight, I think. Just matters how the Gulf winds are blowing. Uh-huh. Thanks for that breakdown. <laughs> really. I mean, I don't really know what to do with any of that. Tony Pollard's <laughs> captivating seven carry for 19-yard effort yesterday. Was, in fact, enough to get him past 1,000 yards, barely. 
He needed 12. He needed 12 yards. He got 19. So nice. He was like, you know what? Let's Proud not let's not work harder. Let's Doing work just smarter. enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Reggie was like, that's your MVP of the yep. game. So congratulations to Tony Pollard for that. Do you want to hear a crazy Tony Pollard and Zeke stat? Please say yes. <laughs> Please. I know you could say no, and I'd have to move on. It took him like three games to maybe get a combined 100 yards in the last three games. All right, Kevin, tell your stat. I don't even know what the stat is. It's going to blow your mind. Zeke and Tony Pollard. better. Both. (laughs) Man, I might have oversold this. I don't know. We're going to find out. Zeke and Tony Pollard both have 12 touchdowns this season. How many yards do you think Zeke's combined 12 touchdowns have gone for? Um, 50. Oh, no, 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 no. 12 divided. 22. 36. Okay. Three a, three apiece. 43 yards. Oh, Dang wow. it, I was in between my own guesses. Wow. How many do you think Tony Pollard's 12 touchdowns have gone for? 260 120 wow that was a really good guess the correct answer is 301 wow so they both have 12 touchdowns now obviously pollard has a few receiving touchdowns in there as well zeke's have gone for 43 pollard's have gone for 301 pollard has three touchdowns longer than all of zeke's touchdowns combined which is wild to me new news kevin Somebody As opposed to old fired. news. The Arizona Cardinals GM has also been fired. That makes well, sense. Well, actually, he's stepping down supposedly oh, okay. to focus on his health. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he Yeah, he had stepped away for... for health reasons and definitely not because of that thing that happened in Mexico. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he was. Yeah. Was I'm not he... saying. I'm just saying. But he's... You said definitely not. You exactly. Just Thank you. I okay, to so make if sure I said I thought he probably was going to get fired either way, you would say we don't know. We, yeah, we can't be certain of that. Okay. Who's really bad at coaching college football? Oh, man. How Jimbo long you Fisher got? is going to be there next. Jimbo Fisher coach. is going to Arizona. <laughs> to coach? Yeah, He's that's what they do. Coach. They let people fail up. Man. Well, Jimbo does have a national championship on his resume, though. Yeah, Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl. How are we feeling about that right now? I feel good. I think he's doing a good job. <laughs> okay, thing. great. What was he supposed to do yesterday? <laughs> That's. I do agree about coaching him up when he said maybe we need to have a better week of practice. The Brian Anger one is an example where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get blamed for that. Catch the football. Yeah. Do you know before the game, Babe was, in, was talking with him, and he was like, never done that. I've never dropped a snap before. So, Kevin, should we blame Babe? I think we should. We blamed you for the Connor uh, yeah. Williams stuff. So. Yeah, but we were going to do that regardless. Ah, that's yeah. a good point. Now, Dak had an interception in his seventh straight game. Oh that is the longest single streak by a Cowboys quarterback since Vinny Testaverde did it nine straight games in 2004. I'm sure that season worked out for him pretty well. Yeah, wasn't the best. I think it was like a four. They did. And they got Drew Bledsoe, and everything turned around for the franchise. It was after a four that. and twelve season. wasn't wasn't <laughs> the best either. I like old quarterbacks, like Danny White. I only know him as an old quarterback, not as like when he was mm-hmm. good. Uh, Vinny Testaverde, Drew Bledsoe. In the end, they just chuck and duck. Uh-huh. They're just like, look, I'm too old to get hit. I'm putting my chin down and throwing it up in the air and praying they don't hit me. Let's see what happens. Do you want to go with the Commanders? I hope so, because that is the only other option I have remaining. Man, if they would have made the playoffs. That would have been awesome. I'm not going to lie. It would have been really cool to see Watch all Sam the Washington Howell. teams. More major Tutty. Yeah, more major Tutty. I never <sighs> saw him. Did they show him on the show? I thought game? they did. He is horrifying looking stopped watching somewhere like when eight they put minutes in cooper in rush i did quarter. change it to the maverick game i was like that's it i'm gonna go cook man dinner. that's a good question when did you stop watching or eight listening minutes and to the 49 Cowboys seconds game? left in the fourth quarter. mavs were up 31 to 20 if the game would have ended right there it would have been great i definitely did my compliance training in the middle of this game okay that <laughs> oh, is man. very fair don't, did you comply some really some really tough questions don't just there. deal with it okay that's never the answer in in work <laughs> yeah so dumb questions. All right, Sam Howell, you brought it up. He threw a touchdown pass on his first NFL pass. He was also the first Washington rookie quarterback with a passing and rushing touchdown since RG3 in 2012. I know it's just one game. Did you see any flashes from him to think, yeah, he could be usable? Or is it just tough to say after? Sam Howell? Yeah. Mm. I would. I That didn't inspire me. 
I would look for a quarterback in the offseason. But if not, then he's competing with Taylor Heineke, I guess. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I would say there's well, a not there are a lot of things still to overhaul in Washington, like in a lot of different ways. Um, I would br- I would have him in obviously for training camp and oh, sure. being like here, but I, I'm doing everything I can to find. He's staying on my team for sure. I yeah. will say that he did okay. enough that I'm 100 percent not exposing him to the NFL because I won't get him back if I do that. They have a bunch of backup quarterbacks though. Yeah, and that's why I brought up Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, rumors circling, circulating that there's a strong chance he will play in the wild card game. The Commanders retired the jersey of Sonny Jurgensen, I believe just the fourth jersey retirement in franchise history. Is it weird when they do it and they're like 90 years old? Like, what happened the last 40 years? I do think it is a bit odd. I would agree with that. Now, I know the Cowboys don't do that at all. There's yeah. not a retired number on the Cowboys, but it would be weird if they did, and then they bring in Bob Lilly this year. You're like, what happened for the 40 <laughs> yeah. or 50 years that you had this opportunity? Like, what made 2022 the opportunity to finally put them in? They were just really busy. Uh-huh. You know? I, I think that happens all the time where you, like, get your gold watch, like, as an Academy Award. It's like, hey, you've been working really hard. You can get best director for The Departed. We know what was going on. They were working really hard on the Sean Taylor stuff. No, they didn't work hard on that at That's all, why it Corey. Took so long for Wait, hold on. Just because it looks bad doesn't mean they didn't work hard on it. That's yeah. very unfair for you to assume. They just might have incompetent people. Yeah. It? Okay. By That's way, fair. We're out of time, but <laughs> Greg Olson's getting worse at this job. <laughs> I I he, liked him early in the season. And by the end of the season, I had did not like him anymore. Yeah. Sonny Jurgensen, by the way, Bobby Mitchell, number 49, Sammy Baugh, number 33, and Sean Taylor, number 21, the other retired jerseys in Commander's history. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Looking for something a little bit more upbeat. Let's talk about all the magical things happening in Buffalo and what it means for the Bills going forward. We'll do next right here on the fan. Hines takes it a yard deep in the end zone, going to bring it out. Out to the 10, to the 15, up over the 20, 25, 30, gets away from the tackler, 35, 40, 45, 50. They're not going to get him. He's going for another one. 102 yards. Naheem Hines sets Highmark ablaze with his second kick return touchdown of the game. What an incredible game. I actually, I and in just a second, I want to go back to the very first return uh, is cut 20 is when that happened. Because we talked a lot about like, I didn't entirely know what to expect from Buffalo in this game because this was one of the teams that I thought about betting on when, okay, yeah, when this moment happened, I thought that Buffalo was going to win by 70 points. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. At that point, I thought they were going to win by, like I said, 60, 70 points. And then when it was tied at halftime, I was fairly, fairly shocked. Why is that? Because of all the things I just said. Mm. The, the, um, the part that really like the beginning of that thing, when you were watching the pregame, Kevin, did that give you any sense that it was going to be one of those kinds of games? It did. It really did. And that's why I was like, oh, man, I should have bet on them. And then after the kick return, I was like, I definitely should have bet on them. Then it was 14 to 14 and a half time. I was like, I give up. Yeah. I have no idea. My friend is a huge, uh, uh, just a massive New England Patriots fan. All right. Like just a massive New England Patriots fan. And she was freaking out whenever she saw the opening, like as, as it was going on. She was like, there's no way. There's no way that the the, the 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 Patriots can do anything against this team today. It just seems that way. Uh, she was very happy afterwards, though. Significantly more happy uh, afterwards, for sure. I didn't have much emotion to it. Really? Yeah, so I know you're looking at me going, Mike, what? what? And I'm like, well, I was in the car. Well, just participating in the segment driving is Driving home. Well, I had some text messages I needed to look at. Mm. People want, it, want my... 
people want me, Kevin. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what that's like, Kevin? I guess not. <laughs> and um, it's cool. Um, I know I I want to have more emotion to it, and I'm not saying it was bad at all. I just all right, they returned the kick. I know it, but I don't know. I guess I feel like he did it. He made it. He's gonna be alive. I don't know if he's ever gonna play football again. Right, but. He's alive, and I know a lot was number three and, and everything around the NFL. I get all that, but I didn't. I didn't have it. Didn't not. It didn't have a, an emotional impact to me at all. Do you think there'll be any impact on the Bills? I guess going forward, then, or do you think they're they're a good team and they're going to stay the same good team? I think it will, but I'm not covering them, so I don't know going forward. I just don't know the impact because everything's everything is is going well with Demar Hamlin. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean I'm not saying I mean I don't know. I don't because you get you just get into a line. I don't want to cross anybody's line, and everybody has a different line on this. I think there. I think there. It is a when you're a coach each week from here on, you have to find a significant way to connect with your players, and I don't know if hey, let's go out there and bust them in the mouth is going to work, right? Like the like the, the the idea of, hey, let's go be the more physical team. I don't know that that's going to, to work the same way for coaches as they prepare each week because you just saw a guy get hit in the chest from physical play. How am I, spo- how am I supposed to get that out of my mind? Yeah. So I, I understand like the idea of DeMar's wearing the jersey. He's texting the guys before the game and all those things. I understand that part of it, but it does seem like there's this question mark in the back of your mind as a player each week while you're preparing for a game. If they can figure out how to clear that and not not have it, like use that energy in a different way, then yeah, man, this could be a very magical run for Buffalo. I think players compartmentalize that portion of it all the time. Like the idea of like that physicality and the the harm this can be done. Now the thing about it is clearly this was something other like otherworldly in that way and maybe that you know that shatters that that barrier or whatever that compartment that you've created. But if that happens then I think that look man you might be done with this thing entirely just because Look, playing football as someone and I don't mean to say this like, you know, in any sort of judgment like, if you are entirely rational, playing football is insane, right? Like, mm-hmm. but the folks that are able to do that are able to compartmentalize it. Now, if you get to that place where you're now thinking about it in that depth, I don't know that you could play football. So I think the fact that dudes are still out there playing football means that they can compartmentalize this still in some way. And the weird thing is, is this doesn't happen in football. It happens yeah. in baseball most, yeah. and then it happens in lacrosse, and it happens in hockey. So this is the weird thing is this injury – isn't common in anything, but if you're going to go, what is it common in? This is one of the injuries where it's actually not common in football, and you will probably never see it again on an NFL field. And just talking to my wife, you know, a lot of the, I mean, she hates saying this. It sounds, you know, insincere, but most people that have heart conditions that struggle with physical activity, usually they die in high school. That's usually when the heart, they don't make it yeah. this far. They don't they don't make it this far in life if they have a bad heart and it hasn't been diagnosed. There was a bunch of cool stuff surrounding this. Is Damar Hamlin was live tweeting the game, and his first tweet on the kickoff return was, OMFG with what about, does that mean? <laughs> oh my freaking goodness, is what I'm going to say. I know. For radio purposes, I'm going to say that's what it means, but, you know. I appreciate that. We want to stay on the air. Is He was super pumped about it. I think everybody was. Jim Nance said it was storybook, and that's, that's kind of how I felt about it. And then John Brown, the player for the Bills, after he scored a touchdown, the receiver, after he scored a touchdown, he went and took the uh, took the football over to Denny Kellington, who is one of the coaches who administered CPR to DeMar Hamlin. And he just he took the football, scored the touchdown, walked over, gave him the football, and 
Do you know what Kellington did with the ball afterwards? I don't. Like, did he keep it in his arms the rest of the game? Ooh. Did he go put it in a box? Did he put it back in the rotation? And he's like, I, oh, just put that one back oh on the field. Oh, my gosh. That last part feels like it would be too far. Oh, it, what do you mean? That would be awesome. To put he's it like, back no, in the rotation? I'm committed to the game. Uh, yeah, and then bad things like happen to the Patriots when they try yeah. to throw that ball. All right, that would be kind of amazing. Now, I don't know that. I'm assuming he gave it to like one of the equipment managers and said, we put it in my office or we put it in the locker room or whatever, and he did something with it later. But no, I, I don't know the uh i don't it, know it, the answer that is a cool that. gesture like that is that is absolutely a cool gesture and i do like wonder if that's going to have a special place on his mantle whenever he gets home and to go along with that is demar hamlin is now producing t-shirts that you can get at the did we win shop is it's the the two i don't know i can't do a heart better with hands, my hands. Yeah. yeah the two hands that goes into the heart and did we win don't you just because somebody's calling me a douchebag on the Uh-oh. thing. Who did? Uh, oh, just some person. Alcy gotcha. something or whatever. But I feel like more emotional for me, at least. It just it just means that it just didn't hit me as emotionally as I think a lot of people. It hit you, obviously, tremendously, right, Kevin? I thought it was a big deal. And yeah, and Kellington I do, is I do, the I trainer, do, not a coach. My and mind. I do think it's a big deal to a lot of people. I think really, to me, like the big deal would be if we see DeMar Hamlin ever on a football field again. Like, like you mean playing, playing, right? Not, like, that's okay. what I'm saying. Is like if I would have a lot if, of mixed emotions if there next too. Next year, if he's able to go to training camp, compete, make the team, and then you see him on the field week one, I'll be like, oh yeah. my gosh. But I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things where like, I guess everybody's line is different on everything. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. I thought the I, kick. I thought the kickoff it, return it was, was really cool. cool, and it's been three years and three months yeah. since they've had a kickoff return for a touchdown. I thought that was pretty incredible. When as was well. the last time the Cowboys had one? Preseason. Do I get to count that? Yeah, the Chargers. I don't get to count that. Punt and kickoff return. How much of the Cowboys' reputation on special teams do you think has been built off of that preseason game? Uh, a lot of it. Oh yeah, a lot of it was like, oh, Turpin's just. Well, he has had some like big time runs, and I, w- I do want to go back and look, and we'll we'll get to that at some point. I want to go back and look at the numbers if they were close to what Mike and I said he needed to average this year because he never got the return okay. fully, but he d- he was pretty good. I he had some big he had some big returns, and some of them that were brought back due to penalties. Now, how much you want to say the penalties opened up the runs is a question. I do want to bring it back to the shirt is the did we win shirt is so he is making that he tweeted this out and he said that proceeds of the shirt will go to the first responders and the University of Cincinnati Trauma Center so he's not like bringing it up so he can make some more money and everything like that it's so they can send funnel the money to or not funnel that sounds nefarious it does I didn't mean it like that so they can get the money to the first responders and the UC trauma center that that is really cool and I know there were a lot of people that were connected to him while he was there for sure and that's I think that's understanding also how the Bills Mafia like works and and grooves yeah they're more than willing to say hey I will buy these shirts for this specific purpose for sure is is Cincinnati Mike still your favorite no. in the AFC because yeah. if they would have won that game then yes because they, they would have yeah. got the two seed they would have only had to go to Kansas City most likely and they have Kansas City's number I don't know if that means automatic win but it just means you have to feel confident as a Cincinnati Bengals fan you did it last year you did it this year in a non-playoff game but you literally feel like for some reason we're better than Kansas City head-to-head and Buffalo has to come back to Kansas City where we just beat them. But because you didn't play that game, and I know you get into – maybe you can help me out here. Most likely Cincinnati wins and Buffalo wins. I think that is probably That game correct. is played where? That game is is going to be played in Buffalo. All right. I don't think that's fair at all to Cincinnati, and I know that's why they've been complaining a lot. That's not fair. So now to pick Cincinnati to go to Buffalo and win and then go to Kansas City and win makes it a lot more difficult. But if – they would have won that game. That's why I was basing the championship off of it. I hear you. I think Buffalo has a much better chance to go to the Super Bowl now. I think you make a fair point because the AFC championship game is at a neutral site because they say the two teams didn't play the same amount of games, yeah. right? And they're saying, well, Buffalo and Cincinnati play the same amount of games. But to your point, Zach Taylor's point, Joe Mixon's point, like I, I understand where they're like, well, yeah, but we were playing Buffalo. Like we had the chance. Yeah. 
to get home field advantage for that game. So I understand the frustration level with where they're at, but I will just say that wouldn't have impacted them if they kept the rule the same. I think Cincinnati was angrier about the idea of a coin flip with the Ravens because if they wouldn't have changed the rule, it would have just been win percentage. And just to add on, I just don't know if Buffalo can go on an emotional high for over a month. I think they can win the Super Bowl, but I just don't know if you can go on that emotional high for that long. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it, I feel like this week was stressful enough. Like, th- like this one week between games yeah. had to have been enough to be like, man, this was exhausting. It, it probably felt like for just to hear that he was okay. Yeah. Took three, four days. You know, so like I, that must have felt like a couple of weeks, a month uh, before they got to play football again and or even think like about real football for a time. Do you- do you think ah, this is totally speculation? So this might be a wasted question. Is do you think now they have to like, or they will turn all of their attention to football now that you're in the playoffs? Not that like people can't visit Demar or anything like that, but do you think like everything has to go into playoff football because it's playoff football? Man, not this week. They get to play the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I think that that and that's McDermott's task now. he's got to get his quarterback on the same page with him of, Hey, we have to like all turn our attention now to this is the most important thing. We got to figure out a way to get DeMar's words to us, or if he can visit us or whatever, we do have to get, you know, something from that too, but we got to, we have to, there's no way that they can go into this game with any other doubts or any other things like that. But Mike is right. It is Miami. So maybe having that common opponent, knowing that opponent so well, does make it a little bit easier. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Are the Houston Texans the dumbest team in the NFL? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. With beautiful biscuits. And we start with the question that I think will end up going into a different direction about the draft. I want to see if we can play cut number 28 right here. And our question, are the Houston Texans the dumbest team in the NFL? Ultra prevent defense on fourth and 20. Mills buying some time. Fires towards the end zone. And it is caught. Oh, my word. Improbable. Akins 
It went right through his hands. I thought it was an interception. Rodney Thomas had a chance, but instead it's Aikens on yeah. a 28-yard touchdown. I'm going to go ahead and ask, answer your question with more questions, Kevin. Ooh, nice. Great. Dumbest team. Yep. Does that include the ownership and general manager group too? Ooh, yes. Okay. Their problem is that they let uh, Lovey Smith know beforehand that he wasn't going to have his job back. <laughs> and so he was like, hey, I'm going to go out here and yeah. win because why would I do anything for you guys? Like, And he, he Lovey Smith said after afterwards, he was like, look, I know I'm going to be back. I'm pretty confident I'm coming back. Whoops. And then and that could all been a, a, a big ploy because he had to have been looking at that thing going, there's no way they want to bring back a coach after this situation. But I think that Lovey Smith just went out there and won a football game for himself because he was that was a pride football game. He was like, yeah, I'm going to try and try and win a football game. I'm not going to throw this thing. And so with about no time left, they go for two, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I think do, there I, was like 30, 40 seconds, but yes. How are we smarter than NFL franchises? Because Jerry doesn't believe this either. But literally, your whole franchise is based off of your starting quarterback. Yeah. As much as everything else can go right, if you don't have one of, we've even heard from, uh, um, sorry, the FC Dallas owner. Oh, yeah. Hunts? Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Obviously, like, look, as long as you have a top eight quarterback in the NFL or you believe you have one of the eight best quarterbacks yes. in the NFL, you have a chance to win it all. If you don't, you don't. It's, Im it's pretty much almost impossible unless you create one of the greatest defenses in NFL history. So knowing that, and you're the Houston Texans, and I know they have the second pick, which means they can get one of the yeah. two quarterbacks. But to lose and to put yourself in a position where Chicago can take a quarterback, Chicago can trade out of that pick so somebody can trade up and take the quarterback you like the most. Exactly. So now all of a sudden you're like, we take the leftover. Or we hope that we do evaluate the quarterbacks in a way that everybody thinks this guy's the top pick, but we think this guy's a top pick, a la, I know it's a different sport, a la Markel Fultz versus Jason Tatum. And I I'm with you. That's where it comes down to me. From the 214, this is fair point. Not the dumbest team because remember what the Patriots did a few weeks ago. That actually is a really good point. Is from the 479, they came in with all three of the Texans' number one picks were mediocre. That's not the point. It's an asset management point. Is... There's actually several quarterbacks that could go very high in this list with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud leading the way. If there are teams that, let's just say, covet Bryce Young, you could trade out of that slot. What if, for some reason, Chicago was like, Justin Fields ain't working for us, we need Bryce Young. You could always swap the picks from them. You could do whatever the hell you want. Having the number one pick for asset management purposes is better than having the number two pick. Yeah, the... um. You're a team that needs a lot of things. Yeah. Like that, that in, in both of those teams, I mean, the Bears need a lot of things too, but you need a lot of things. You got to figure out a way to acquire those. Number two pick, can you get some things for it? Sure. Like you can trade. Absolutely. Can, you can definitely, if you're like, you know what, we're willing to, to eat it for the quarterback one more year. We'll wait, but this is too. They're going all in on Caleb Williams yeah, in 24. This yeah. is another year of poor tanking. Like this is just another year of it. Yeah. That, Oh, go ahead. No, no, it's all you. Well, I was going to say, Reggie, that being said, I do think the Miami situation put it very tough on ownership to go into a room during the week and say, I don't care what you do. At yeah. the end of the game, we yeah. need to have the lesser score. Yeah. Because then you might lose the pick altogether. Absolutely. I mean, and picking back off what Mike said is like, look, man, the organization, the team is not a monolith, right? You got players on the field that want to put up good tape at any given instance. And you have a coach that, look, man, he's not tethered to this thing as much as he may, may say that. And then even if he is tethered to this thing, right, coaches don't want to just add losses to their record. Nobody really wants to do that. It's, it was, it's just an unbelievable turn of events. By the way, this is my favorite part, is the franchise, the Texans' official Twitter account, after the game was over, tweeted out, never give up. Heck yeah. Here's a sampling of some of the comments. I'm sure they were just like, this is the kind of motivation we need for next year. Chicago Quitting never is underrated. gave up. They were three and four to start the year. That, man, they sure did. Is <laughs> And subsequently, Chicago up the number one pick in the draft for the first time since 1947. Here are some of the comments. What a great year. Corey, you were, you were close. You gave up on the fans. You gave up on the future. 
The number one thing you had to do was give up. <laughs> LOL, the most tone-deaf franchise in sports. Oh, man. So, unfortunately, at least See, the only commenters... three comments. I, there's a lot more. Oh. With this to take up the whole segment. You, you know what's amazing it. is the Texans probably aren't run as bad as the Houston Astros. And the Houston Astros are in a dynasty. We are almost to February. They still don't even have a general manager. They fired their general manager after winning the World Series. <laughs> like, you would, we don't need them. You would think, like, the way Jim Crane has ran the Astros at times, you're like, how in the world are they a dynasty? So, like, they do have the Astros who, when this thing does fall apart, and right. I don't know when it will because they are so loaded, but Houston's in trouble uh, in their city with their sports franchises because I don't know. I guess the Texans are going to take a quarterback, but they might. What if they have to trade pick two and pick 12 just to get to one? Yeah. Because if you're Chicago and you do want to keep Justin Fields, you might go, well, I mean, we'll make this really simple. We'll just drop back one spot and you also give us the 12th pick. Yes, I think that probably is an accurate take on that. Is All right, let's go back to the Bengals. Do you agree with this quote? And this might be a longer discussion because I think he makes an excellent point. Is There's discussion about the Bengals' Super Bowl window, and he said the window is my whole career. The window is always open. Burrow? Yes. I think that for him, he thinks that, but he He's going to be humbled. The history of he's going to get $50 million a year. Sure. And when you get $50 million a year, it makes it tough. I mean, one of the reasons, not all, one of the reasons Tyree Kill is on the Dolphins is because Patrick Mahomes does make a lot of money now. I know that they do it salary cap-wise, and you can manipulate things, but... When your quarterback releases off of that rookie contract, it makes it more difficult to put a really good defense with really good weapons and to try to, I know he doesn't have a good offensive line, but at least to try to put a good offensive line around him. So I do think the best time to win is the first five to six years of that quarterback's uh, sure. career. And then after that, you can, it just becomes more difficult. And then sometimes you get lucky and Tom Brady makes a behind-the-scenes deal where he gets more from Robert Kraft than we'll ever know of because it's not on the cap. Yeah, because he builds a little center next door and says, hey, yes! you send all your players over there. And he got it rent-free. How that wasn't <laughs> circumventing the salary cap, I'll never understand. Do you want to talk a little bit more about Tom Brady? Or would you sure. rather talk about Patrick Mahomes? I just wanted Ooh. to check something because Bobby has posted some stats on Dak Prescott at in cold weather under 50 degrees. He's perfect. It's not very good. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, that's surprising. But I just went and checked the weather, Kevin, Tampa we Bay. We're going to be just fine. I think it's like mid-60s. Yes! Yeah, we're going to be okay. Game over. But, I mean, that's <laughs> 10 days away, so who knows? How many days away do you think the game is? 15. It's seven days, Corey. Oh, there's no bye week? No. No. Nobody fun. gets a bye week. Well, I mean, not the really good teams do. Oh, we're really good. We're 12 and 5. Spe True. Speaking of, that is fair. The elite team. Actually, I don't even think there's an elite <laughs> NFL team. The two number one seeds. Gotcha. I'm sure right. just jump right to that. Is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the MVP, because he will win that award. You wait until 1240-ish when Mike Bassick does his segment where he talks about the NFL awards. Oh, okay. Can I tell you a non-award-based Patrick Mahomes fact? Yeah. Okay. But you're probably right. He probably is winning. He threw for 202 yards and ran for 29 yards Saturday, and the Chiefs 31-13 went over the uh, Raiders. What a bum. We call them bums when they put up bad stats and they win by 1,000. Yeah, you're right. But here's a stat that he will like. He has 5,608 yards of offense this season, which is the most ever for a quarterback, breaking the record of the non-mobile Drew Brees in 2011, who had 5,562 yards. So congratulations to Patrick Mahomes for that. And the first ever quarterback to throw a touchdown after they did ring around the Rosies. That was such a wild loved it. formation. I did too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, NFL players are nice. What do you mean? Because you was on the Raiders, our season out. is over. I'm <laughs> you like, just guess what's happening to y'all's knees and balls right now? Oh my goodness! My my let's, helmet let's is going into that. it as many times as possible. All right. Andy <laughs> Reid just chuckled about it whenever he whenever they ran that. He was like, I mean, I get what they were doing. <laughs> they wanted to do a quick snap thing. Detroit did it, but they didn't yeah. do ring around the rosies uh, yeah. at the end of the game. I dare them to do it in the playoffs. Do you remember the rest of that song? Pocket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Do they all die? It's about the plague. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. gosh.
You're supposed to keep roses in your pocket so you can smell good because everything stunk. Yeah, it makes it sound fun. <laughs> it's like the Titanic. Put on the band. Let's all drown. <laughs> thoughts on that, Corey? Or freeze to death. <laughs> all right, let's My thoughts are there was plenty of room for Jack to be on top of that thing with her. For sure. Not according to a little Dude, you documentary. You could have fit like 15 different people on there. Wow, that feels like maybe too many. All right, let's talk about Tom Brady. He set two NFL records on the very same play. Is it about being old? No. Okay, good. Is he got his 486th completion on his 727th pass of the season. Both are the most in the history of the NFL. So when we talk even more going forward about how pass heavy that team is and how they think the run game is stupid or maybe they're just bad at it, there's another example of Tom Brady setting those records. And then he went and hit the bench and they lost and the Tampa Bay Bucks became just the sixth team in NFL history to make the playoffs with a losing record. This was also Tom Brady's first losing season as a starting quarterback. Wow. And so. yet 21 years in a row of making the playoffs. It is. Somehow figured out at 8-9 and nine how to be. That's why, like, when they talk about the Raiders, I'm like, you sure you want to go to the Raiders? Like, Patrick Mahomes ain't losing that thing. I'm inclined to agree with you about that. And then, oh, my God. Cowboy fans are going to go crazy Monday night if they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, I will. I'll be so mad. And I'll say, hey, look, it's a great game, and Tom Brady's great, and, you know, what can you do? I mean, sometimes so mad. Dak throws to the team in the different colors. He won't and... He won't on Monday night. <laughs> Are you? Is that a Corey guarantee? I bet. <laughs> I, is I that going to be a side bet? I don't oh know goodness. how he does it, but he finds the other team, or it does hit our guys in the chest <sighs> Hold and on. it bounces to Before them. Before but... you make any wagers, I want to remind you – that Bernie Kosar was originally pulled oh, from yes. the pregame broadcast for the for the Browns and then eventually let go because he said declaratively during the show that he was betting $19,000 on the Browns. He did also say he was donating the money to charity if he won the bet. He can't bet? I think he can't donate money to charity? I think it's just frowned upon to bet the team that you're covering to that extent. I don't know. You're betting on them to win. I guess maybe. There probably are rules that Babe and Brad can't bet on the game. Yes. Bobby can't bet. Yeah. Yeah. So then then I understand why he was fired because they have – we don't have the knowledge that they get. They get to interview coaches and players before in the game and stuff. So I get it. So just keep that in mind. I don't want you all to – get in any trouble for that we just did betting with Bassick for 17 weeks or 18 weeks <laughs> i don't just, know what you're talking we about we just didn't do it I'm for just 19, assuming i don't think there's any podcasts of that up so never no bet in games involving the cowboys mm-hmm. what did you think since we were talking about the Bengals? what did you think about joe mixon flipping this the coin, coin flip? And then did you see Eli Apple grabbed the Roger Goodell cutout coin with him wearing the clown nose hmm. and held it on the sidelines? Mike, I, I might be with Mike on this. They might they might go undefeated and just destroy everybody the entire way here. Cincinnati's so frustrated they're, with yeah, how they're, they got screwed over. They're, they're, hmm. That galvanized them even more. They're already a good team. It motivated them even more. The Joe Mixon thing, I thought it was funny. He was like, hey, Chad Johnson said he'd cover any fine. So if I get fined, then uh, I got to give Chad Johnson a call because that was Chad Johnson's idea. He was like, hey, somebody please do this for us. Can I ask the question? Don't you think it's more fair if Cincinnati and Buffalo played each other? It would just be at a neutral site. Yes. And most likely that's going to happen next week, not this upcoming week. That. The most fair thing, and I think I Cincinnati agree. would be okay with, look, we just can't play this game at either place. We have to play it at a neutral site. AT&T's not hosting any games, so. That's a good point, because it is interesting. They they give Buffalo the neutral site yeah. if they make it off of the assumption that they would have won. Mm-hmm. But they have a worse record. But they don't give that same grace to Cincinnati if they would have won their game against Buffalo. I do think that is a bit perplexing. Which is supreme. Like That's why Cincinnati is as ticked off as they are, man. I, I get it. I get it. Did you see that Michael Jordan scored a touchdown over the weekend in an NFL game? His son? I didn't see this. It's Michael Jordan, the lineman, 
who scored when Sam Darnold looked like he was about to score a touchdown and then fumbled the ball. Man, he's the GOAT for real. <laughs> then he fumbled the ball, and then Michael Jordan recovered it. That is the best line in Space Jam, too, is we want Michael A. Jordan, not Michael B. Jordan. Is that it one did smart? make me laugh so excited. Is that. it smart to name your kid after the greatest at something? Because it's tough because Michael's such a common name, or Mike. But then, like, that kid has something to live up to the entire life that they just that's can't get to at all. But I guess he scored a touchdown as a lineman, so yeah, that's pretty that's impressive. Pretty amazing. Out. Somebody named their kid Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He played at UCLA and made the Miami Dolphins. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who played for UCLA and then was I, like a second-round pick. And like, Was this like in the 90s? Like late 90s, late 90s? early 2000s? Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, actually okay, does yeah. sound. There it is. That actually. I mean, it's a lot easier to name your kid. 5'11", 194 yeah. pounds. Jordan Same is guy. a common last name. Michael's a common first name. To get to your kid being named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is doesn't sound common. Maybe it is, but that doesn't sound like a common name that ended up getting doubled up. Valid. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time to talk with Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. And then don't forget, also in the noon o'clock hour, we have TCU alum and Super Bowl MVP Larry Brown. So we'll get into that next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 